1: Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Welcome in our man, Dave Akin. Hey, now. Just got in here. Hey, hey. All freshly scrubbed. Look at him. I'm too scared to do what you suggested with B.B. Shea. I just can't do you that. You have second thoughts? Kelly. I just cannot do that. I thought that, I was a pretty... Uh, I thought I would uh, raise the stakes. Well, it spices it up for sure, but i'm squeezing my wallet right now uh if you don't know this history i am i'm squeezing it squeezing it going to the beach yeah because what happened was bb shay out of nowhere two days ago says you want to make a master's bet i say no i'm not familiar enough with this field <laughs> he texts me back is that your honest feeling yeah, I didn't know. I know two names. Well, a few. Tiger Phil. Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. If it's not Tiger Phil, who's it going to be? And neither of them really you know, <laughs> Who's it going to be? The PGA. How exciting we sound around here. Yeah. Would you like to make a master's bet? No. <laughs> I do not know the field well enough to make a bet with the Masters.
1: Living on the edge. <laughs> I am not
2: educated enough about the master's field. And people want to hang out with us. <laughs> I, I don't want that. to hang out with them. And BB, I want to be a fly on that wall. Oh yeah. boy, yeah, <laughs> baby just exciting and go go go.
1: I, I'm sorry, I'm not. Fa- I need to familiarize myself with the field, and I cannot. I do not have proper time to do that. Mm. And he it, responded. <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's, a, that, all thing right, to that's say. a push. That's a pushed on me. And so I said, okay, fine. What's the format? Let's go five dollars. I almost made it one, but I said, let's up the stakes to five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he wrote about you pick a golfer, I'll pick a golfer. Whoever does better wins. I said, Bam, Scotty Scheffler. He says, ooh, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> I thought you didn't know golf. Yeah. He comes back with a Brooks Kepka. He kepka would me. And I thought, I win. Kepka's not going to do anything. Well now Kepka's leading the tournament by three over Scheffler. And I mean it's early, but Where? He's leading it. Here's what Chris Jim suggested. I it's- thought we should uh Howie Mandel. Deal or no deal, this thing. An hour ago, he says this. He says, "All right, I can either pay BB Shea five dollars now because his golfer's ahead, because he's ahead, Mm -hmm. or say, okay, let's see who's ahead after today, and it's for ten dollars. Let it ride, and then go to Saturday, and it's for twenty dollars, and then Sunday, and it's forty dollars. And I just parlay. uh, Listen, an hour ago, I said, okay, I'll do it now." It's been it's been weighing on me ever since. (laughs) I can't get it out of my head. I can't do. I can't risk forty dollars. I mean, you if if my wife found out I was betting forty dollars
2: on the Masters, (sighs) going to the beach too. I'm sorry, honey. We can't go to Wings. There's no way. Use your birthday money. I can't use my birthday money. Like I
1: can't just gamble away my birthday money. Jimmy, nah, what are you gonna spend it on? Do you know hermit crabs and saltwater taffy? <laughs> You've had all that before. Mm. Muscle I'm, shirt, muscle shirt, my Panama
2: Jack, temporary tattoo, license on. plate. <laughs> There's plenty to spend it on. Oh. You need new MAGA stuff. Yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> now that he's been indicted, <laughs>
1: the Trump 47 stuff isn't free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right, Dave. I can't think about. He needs this. donations. I can't think about it. So that's I'm. It's it's up in the air. He's coming in and garbage time. Well, do, do we even roll it, run it past B.B. Shea in a couple of hours? I'll run it past him, but I'm very, very shy. Because you know what his, he'll say. Do it. Yeah. He's all in. He goes all in like that stuff. He he has that gift of, um, I don't know if it's false confidence, but he sort of has a bravado about it. He does it. have a bravado. In fact, you know what he did to me the other day? No. Now, the other day, I wore in a an olive green shirt. Golf shirt. Golf yes. shirt very much in the same style as the shirt i'm wearing today 11 dollars retail okay (laughs) spent 11 on it it's five years old maybe more it doesn't fit very well now we're having our kitchen redone so it's a very stressful time around the house they're just starting to uh sand the floors the big work is about to begin oh by the way Listen to the joke I made yesterday. Oh, Jesus! Guy came in with a floor sander. I said, "Show me sand the floor." You know, like Mr. Miyagi. No, he didn't get it. No. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. you know, Mr. Miyagi. You know, you're probably 25 years older than the person using the sander. Oh, at least. He probably didn't get it. He didn't he see didn't get it. it at all. He, he looked. Around. I think he made a racist
2: joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can do that accent anymore. <laughs> <laughs> call a <the> supervisor. <laughs> yeah. Is that wrong, hey, Miyagi? Is hey. that wrong?
1: I did it. Like, like the three guys yeah. standing there. They were standing there with like a machine, you know, that sands the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, "Show me sand the floor."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just stops. Um. Hey, man. His girlfriend's Asian. <laughs> no, it's Mr. Miyagi, karate kid. <laughs> it's cool, gr- bro. It's a movie. Pat Morita. Who are you calling the Karate Kid? <laughs> What a stupid yeah, idea! A forty-year-old record. What yeah. a stupid idea! <laughs> should never
1: have done that. We're in a good mood. As soon as I saw it, as soon as I uh-huh. saw it, I was yeah. like, "He goes,
2: we're going to say on the floor." I said, "Show me, send that
1: ball."
2: We're trying, man, but you got to get out of the way.
1: <laughs> you remember the scene yeah, You're
2: in this nut job's house? That's <laughs>
1: well, a nice house, but he's a nut.
2: So, BB, Sh- okay,
1: I wore a olive an green, olive golf, green shirt. Yes. golf shirt and under it i wore blue okay fine i put it on because i knew i'd be going to the gym later that day and that's what it slims me oh blue by you oh blue by you and i knew it didn't exactly match okay (laughs) i knew that fine come in here do the show bam that's it i noticed "Mm -hmm." but i didn't even say anything of course you didn't because you know me and i knew i was like all right you just don't care At that you, t- for the most and i will say most days you try to match try t-shirt to, match to shirt i do but that day i had a blue I was like, I'm, just gonna put, I'm just gonna wear this now it didn't match at all okay i knew it you're clashy in the world of fashion clashy for sure so i go up to our meeting that day that's the day it was tuesday yeah, that's right dave and i are around the table there's bb shea and he goes Kelly rocking that olive green with that blue. Look at that. <laughs> just called you out. Just called me. And in front like, of everybody. And everybody's like, ooh, what a comment. He's like, good for you, man, for being brave enough to wear something like that that nobody else would wear. And I just looked at him like, mm-hmm. I think he's being facetious. Oh, I know he's being facetious. <laughs> when he goes facetious, boy, that's BBJ for you. Isn't? What did he say? He used the term, something about making a mark in fashion. That's or? what he said. That's right. <laughs> fashion a, statement. Way anyway. make your mark. Way to make that's exactly what he did. <laughs> I knew he's been facetious, but I didn't push. I didn't push it. Yeah. I just waited. But it's been in my head ever since uh-huh. that he made that kind of comment Crying about being wise about your wardrobe, fashion faux pas. It was, a, and I knew it was a fashion faux pas. And I think, all right, that's it. But think, in a right. world full of your fashion faux pas, yes, I mean that—that's actually probably Thank bottom God. third. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, those are the simple ones. You don't even—that's <laughs> why. that even can we come to the top of the. That's what I see. Thought. You went with Good Friday black. I did, and I'll tell you why. We're headed to the beach today, and we may eat out at a nice restaurant, and I'll wear this shirt. Okay. Can you button up so you cover that T-shirt logo? I can't. I can't do that. I know. That's all it was. Well, button up the top and see what it looks like. Well, I don't know.
2: I don't like that. The top button being buttoned. I'm sorry. I didn't know Cooter's Shrimp Shack was a nice (laughs) restaurant. All right, is that better? It's uh, not bad. All right, okay, we'll take yeah, that. Yeah, that that's enough. more acceptable. <laughs> I have uh, buttoned it up. More stuff, flounder, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
1: mm, real crab.
2: <laughs> I don't like the
1: real stuff. Yeah. I like imitation crab. That's, that's right. What I like. Here's the story on money. This is gonna. Uh, this is a shocker. Here, I thought about using this for a put up or shut up rock and roll trivia question, but it is such a. It's such a. It just blows you away that this is real. A couple of years ago, Sting was giving an interview and he was asked about a song called I'll Be Missing You. Now Diddy did the song what year was the song? It's been a while since uh, Diddy
2: did this song right? 1997 I believe. That long? It it was for for Biggie. Yeah it was for Notorious B.I.G. He got murdered and this was the song that he did. I'll Be Missing You and it samples the police song Every Breath You Take and here it is
1: you can hear it right there It's not every breath you take. It's the Diddy song I'll be missing. On
0: mm, Seems like yesterday we used to rock the show. I laced the track, you locked the flow. So far from hanging on the block dough. Notorious, they got to know that life ain't always what it seemed to be.
1: Okay. What to now,
0: me. Diddy still a
1: t- borrowed family, from I'm Every Breath You t- Take without t- asking t- Sting's permission. So when Stang heard the song. On, you know, K95. He goes, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And he had That's to get my song. He goes, That's my song. So he gets with Diddy's people, and apparently they made an arrangement, and Sting was asked about it on a podcast a couple of years ago. And he was asked, is it true you get $2,000 a day from Diddy because he borrowed that song? Here's what he said.
2: Is it true that Diddy has to pay you two grand a day because he didn't ask permission to sample every breath you take? Yeah. Wow. For the rest of his life. (laughs) Wow.
0: But did he ask (laughs) you for permission? Yes, he did. After the fact. Yes, he did. It was after. We're very good friends, though.
1: Now, Diddy heard that audio and responded and said, actually, that's not true. I pay him $5,000 every day because I used that song. And they both, and and he's like, now we're good. We're homies, is what he says. Well, I actually saw, maybe it was shortly after the song came out, maybe with the next Grammys or MTV Awards after Mm -hmm. Biggie Smalls was killed. Mm Mm-hmm. Sting performed it with him. I yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. They became friends over it. But since he didn't have business is business. Business is business. He pays him five thousand a day. Until he dies? Until he dies for that song. <laughs> that's, goes first. that's what Sting says. It's <laughs> thirty five a week, thirty five K. I did the math. It's one point eight million a year. If it's five thousand dollars, it's one point eight two five million a year. Every single day he pays it. Now, Biggie, you're more <laughs> of the resident hip hop historian on this program you're you're in that world more than us when did the, the sampling when did people crack down on stealing other people's songs
2: i you know that's a good question because i mean sampling in, in hip-hop music has always been to how it started it started it always depends though i think there's a lot of like what diddy did you make it mm-hmm. you wait and see you hope yeah you see what if somebody Ask, comes back permission right yeah <clears throat> and you do it now mm-hmm. A lot of times, what happens is they go, fine, put them on, give them a writing credit because that writing credit then pays. Okay. Yeah. So. So, so it was common to do this without asking permission from the original in the the '80s. It was absolutely okay. I wouldn't say yeah. I mean, and I wouldn't say common now because you see rappers say Mm -hmm. to other people, "Hey, clear my, you know, clear my lyric, clear my. I need the music for this. Clear my music for me. Yeah, you'll be paid for it. Yeah. But um, I mean, like one of the big famous ones is you know, you know, you had the one like Robin Thicke and Marvin Gaye's family. Mm -hmm. You know, so you see these big lawsuits come out of it sometimes. Now, I don't see how the deal they made for this song, because this song was an enormous hit. Yeah. But I don't think it still makes $2 million a year. And that's what he's paying. And 1. that's what 8. he's paying for.
1: Forever. And, and just uh, uh, from a... From a, a critical point of view, this isn't a sample. This is he the, took song. the song. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I mean, it's called I'll Be Missing he You. Didn't yeah. do, he didn't do any, no. he, uh, Diddy didn't do any modifications no. to the song. He it, maybe slowed it down. That's right. He slowed it and looped it. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, like you're talking about. Not the, just a piece of a you're song. you talking yeah. about the Marvin Gaye thing. was like, did they take that? Was that was the is feel. It, it, yeah. This is the song. That's right. Yeah. It's like when Elton John gets together with Britney Spears they do or whoever else, they mm-hmm. just do his song mm-hmm. in a different way. You know, That's exactly what that is. One point eight million a year. I hope it's worth it. And those two love each other now.
2: Mm-hmm. And then he
0: gets he gets that money whether the, somebody plays the song or not. But if you get a writing credit, you only get you only get paid when it's played, right? Oh, is that
1: right? Probably.
0: I think so. I thought right. you only got paid when it when it was played over the airways by yeah. ASCAP BMI.
1: Oh, maybe that's so right. He got
2: a. Sting got a pretty good deal. A better one. deal. Well, 5000 a day? Yeah. 5000 a day. I'll tell you That's this. Right. The streamers, like if you stream music, it does pay. Mm-hmm. I actually just watched a very interesting video from a television writer mm-hmm. who talked about residuals. Mm-hmm. And he's written several episodes of TV shows. And he sat down, and the whole video is him opening his residual checks for the month. Mm-hmm. And what show it was... How much it varied. Were
1: they small amounts or big?
2: It was funny because it, it, it really did vary. And he was like, eight, I wrote episode of Eight Simple Rules. Yep. $8.42.
1: I went to a, an estate auction for Francis Bavier, who played Aunt B on The Andy Griffith Show. So we're walking around. Ooh. <laughs> and you don't want
2: to gamble this with your money. <laughs> 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 Name drop like that. I don't often say this, but I think you just ruined my good story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're familiar with Frances mm-hmm. Yeah. Who isn't? She played Aunt B on the Andy Griffith and Show. And to the best of our knowledge, no one else. <laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> right. When she died, you could come and see all of her items at her house. She lived not that far from me, you know, 30 miles. And my dad said, come on, we're going to see Aunt B's house. I said, what? He yeah. said, yep, we're going. So she had or they had out there a ton of those checks from the Andy Griffith show dollar twenty five cents mm-hmm. seventy five cents I mean there were tiny little amounts of money and there were hundreds of them you know and and I guess but wouldn't you think
2: she'd get more I mean every time well, the episode aired did she get two dollars you know that's crazy it, that's mm-hmm. what it goes back to is um, he ended up tallying up eleven hundred dollars for the month because mm-hmm. one check was like for six hundred bucks yeah but what he said which I thought was real interesting he said like. If the show you wrote goes to a streamer mm-hmm. like a Netflix or something, forget it. Your money goes way down. It has to be. It goes down. Yes, he said. Like, and he said, I bet this episode of Eight Simple Rules mm-hmm. that I only got eight bucks for is on a streamer. If it had rerun on TV Land, mm-hmm. he'd have gotten eighty bucks. No, huh. but he said once you're, he goes once the shows go to streamers. Money tanks huh. was way down. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think sometimes shows that are being streamed, because I watch shows
1: that are out of the norm, you know, I f- do you feel like they just sit there and nobody watches them for months? I'm talking about like the Andy Griffith show is on Netflix, you know, or in old shows. Um, the Rockford Files yeah. is on Netflix. Do you think that – What's just, the engagement rate? I yeah. guess is that what they call it? They how know. many people click on I man I know they that. know, but how many people are watching the Rockford Files? Mm-hmm. You know, is it zero yeah. at times? Is nobody in America? I bet. I think Dad. so. Mm-hmm. I do too. I, I can't imagine
2: that there's yeah. somebody watching that show all the time. You know? I uh, I pulled a Chris Kelly last night. You know, I was going to watch that new movie, Knock at the Cabin. Oh yeah, you said you were going to. Yeah, the uh, M Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're going to give a review. I sat down to watch that, and somehow I ended up on high channels. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And. Instead, I watched Air Force One with commercials.
1: Love it. Ooh. Love Air Force That's One. That's a fine picture, but great with joke.
2: commercials. Yeah, it's a great oh, show. Three hour movie. So you're not going to be re- reviewing. No, I went to that and I was like, man. And I was flipping through the cable. J- I don't know what I had a very Chris Kelly moment. I d- I didn't have any reason to do it. Yeah, but I just kept going higher and higher, and I was like, Air Force One. I haven't seen that in a while. It's great. It's mindless. <laughs>
1: I love it. You've yeah. seen it already. I
2: stayed up late for no reason. Watch it. I've seen it. 15 times i
1: watched three episodes of fraser yesterday whoa later episodes Ooh. uh harrison ford uh best movie president you think Ooh, i don't know about that uh what about michael douglas in the american president
2: well this is the question i pose Ooh. what about dave and dave Ooh, yeah.
1: but he's not really president but, he sort of <laughs> but he's good he's better than the real president <laughs> Ooh. What about Morgan Freeman in eight different pictures? No. no, I don't <laughs> no. Think. He spread himself too thin. <laughs> to me, it's Harrison Ford or Michael Douglas. I love yeah. Michael Douglas in that movie. Yeah,
2: you know, like all the, the Frost movies, uh, mm. that, that one about Nixon. Yeah. I, I thought that was kind of weak. I thought that, uh, what's his name? He yeah, played the. Uh, yeah, Nixon? he wasn't
1: any good. It was about really Independence good? Day, gentlemen. No. Oh, mm.
2: Paxton Pullman. Pullman. It's no. You no. know what I like to think about? What presidents would have gotten in the capsule in Air Force One? You know, it has the escape capsule. Yeah, the pod. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen this old movie. Mm. He don't get in. No, he stays. He makes it look like he got in. Mm-hmm. But I always wonder what presidents would actually get in the capsule and which ones would have stayed with their family. Well, Trump's in the capsule. Trump's yeah. in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Biden, I don't think, could find the pod. No. <laughs> I'm down here in the dark
1: coats. <laughs> you My know what, I actually...
2: I'm pretty the sure they probably serve a lot of product placements.
1: <laughs> Yeah, Oh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of product
2: placement.
1: If you haven't seen it now, he's yeah. down in the bowels in the of the pot. In the We're knowing like the story. Mm-hmm. They say, get in the pod. It shoots you out because the hijackers have taken over Air Force One. And he doesn't. He stays, and he's like an action hero. But he has military training, right? Yes, yes, yes. he does. I think Trump would race. It. I think he'd <laughs> kick Melania out of the pod
2: <laughs> and get in it. And then I think uh, Biden yeah would be too uh, Well, he's down there anyways. He just probably yeah. got to pull him up from there. <laughs> Is this the, the bathroom. B- he's down in the luggage again. <laughs> Somebody go get him. I think Obama would stay
1: I think Obama would have stayed. He would stay in the plane. Mm. How about Dub? I think he would have stayed. Yeah. yeah. He, he's he's yeah. he's tough. I agree. Clinton, he would have been in the pot already with a chick. <laughs> <laughs> Did I hear a gunshot? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pillar uh, would have kicked him out yeah. I said get in the pot yeah. yeah. I'm staying
0: yeah just uh, finish what you're doing sorry <laughs> <before. laughs> <laughs>